Hi, welcome to Paris in New York City. This is the second episode of season two. And if you listen to season one, you must have realized that what makes my podcast so great is how vulnerable and raw I can get. I express myself wholeheartedly in hopes that others that have walked my path or are currently in similar situations of the things I've spoken about can relate and not feel stupid or alone. I also do it so if any of my listeners feel that way, they can realize that there is a light within you that you can tap into and achieve anything that you truly wish as long as you believe in yourself. I started this just for fun. I honestly did not think that I would be recording my 15th episode and definitely didn't think that I will have over 100 streams and I'm currently sitting at over a thousand streams. I rarely give myself credit for the things that I do, but I have maintained consistency and have continued this despite having a nine to five and bartending every other weekend. The podcast itself takes a lot of creativity and time, but when you truly want something, you don't let excuses get in the way. You just find a way to accomplish the task that will lead you to your goal. So here I am again, grateful for my perseverance, which is my best attribute, and so freaking proud of myself that it no longer matters to me if others validate me. I am that bitch. I'm this amazing goddess, and no one can take that feeling from me. In season one, I opened up about the struggle I went through in freeing myself from that relationship I was in for two years in which I was engaged to my fiance. I also opened up about some of the things that led to our breakup. And although my life since then has seemed amazing, and I've started dating again at the end of May, and in July met someone that I eventually fell in love with and who has been my kryptonite for the last six months, we've gone through a series of ups and downs, and I've dated others in between our off moments. Nonetheless, I've still been dealing with the last bits of my last relationship lingering. It's feelings that sometimes come out of nowhere and cause me to cry myself to sleep still, or sometimes it's just sadness at the memory of what could have been and wasn't. Other times it is shame for having allowed myself to go through so much, and sometimes it's just me feeling like a dumb bitch for everything that happened when he had told me on our third date that he had cheated on everyone else before me. He had openly admitted to cheating on his previous ex girlfriend of five years with at least 15 women and yet I stayed allowed myself to become attached to him let him live with me for a few months while he got his act together and found himself a place and had the delusional beliefs that I was the exception and that he would love me enough to not cheat on me the way he had on others I laugh at times at the thought because it's such a girly thing to believe and it's more of an egotistical thing to feel so superior and special the last few weeks I've been thinking more and more about him, reliving in my mind scenarios that we went through, analyzing the situation again and trying to determine what my flaws were, what I could have done different and what I wish he would have done differently as well. Literally been wasting my time and energy on something that is pointless. So I decided to get a spiritual reading to try and figure out why all of a sudden he was on my mind so much when for the last six months I've barely thought of him. I had not cared at all about what he was doing or who he was with, yet in the last few weeks I've searched for his Instagram, which is private, so I would just look at the numbers of followers to see if there had been any change, which is the silliest thing in the world, but every girl often does this, even if they don't admit to it. I had my reading about a week ago now, and like usual, I never speak about why I'm having these readings. I always feel if I say too much, they may just tell me things based on the information I shared. She had no idea, except that I just wanted 
wanted a reading based on my love life. She pulls out the first card and tells me that I'm still attached to my past in some way and that even if I feel like I'm okay and I've been dating and living my life, the essence and hurts of that relationship is still very prevalent in my energy and that it's causing a blockage in my love life and therefore a real relationship won't come to me unless I do the work to completely move past that. She mentioned how it's the reason that my current situationship is so hot and cold and why I've stayed in it for as long as I have because I myself am not ready for something real due to this blockage. It is why I'm attracting individuals that won't take me seriously because I am too scared to be vulnerable again with someone else and be hurt the way my ex did. She said a lot of other things but that is what stuck out to me the most as it made sense to me. I have been lying to myself for the last few months saying that I was fine that I didn't want anything serious. It is just easier to be avoidant than to face the reality of my emotions. She suggested that I write a letter to my ex as if he were to read it and then to burn it and to throw the ashes outside of my home. I had avoided doing that for a few days. I thought that I would be a crying mess and didn't want to put myself through that emotional distress. However, this past weekend I had some free time and decided to write it. So here is the letter I wrote to my ex. Where do I begin? In about three weeks, it will be a year since we broke up. What a year it has been. You destroyed me. The hardest part of this year was to get used to sleeping alone at night. I've missed your suffocating cuddles. I've missed the way you will become a huge baby and lay your head on my lap and ask me to rub your head, or the way I will put you to sleep by massaging your balls. I've missed the way that you will wrap your arms around my waist while we watch TV and tell me that I was all yours forever. The way that you will pull me closer at night every time that I try to move away because I felt like I couldn't breathe and had no space. The way you never left to work in the mornings without kissing me even when I was sleeping. The way you always set up the kitchen for me so that I could cook for you and how you will come into the kitchen every few minutes to hug me and watch me while I cooked for you. The way you looked at me in those moments in adoration, how you were a homebody but knew I hated being home and always looked for places on Instagram to take me to because you knew that I would enjoy it even if you didn't. How you would randomly buy me clothes that you thought would look nice on me, although most of the times it was not my style. I loved you so, so much. I absolutely adored you. I remember all the nights that you would fall asleep before me and I would lay there suffocating in your embrace but still thanking God for having met you. I felt so complete with you. I felt that everything that I had gone through with men before you was so that you could find me. And then you broke us. You broke me. I wanted nothing more than to cater to you, fuck you, love you, be married to you, and have a child with you. I thought I was the luckiest girl alive. And then you broke us. You broke me. I told you. No, I begged you to stop when you started doing stupid shit. I told you you were doing too much. I begged you to please, please stop. I knew that if you continued, we would get to a point that we couldn't come back from. I knew that you were pushing me to become that person that I knew so well, that person that I know becomes intolerable and crazy, and I didn't want to become that person. I love the way that you would tell your family and your friends that I was amazing and that no one before me ever took care of you the way that I did, and I knew that if you kept going, I would be become that woman that I always advise my friends were toxic and to leave. I really tried to make you see what I could see would happen, but you continued and didn't listen to me. I had tunnel vision when it came to you. No man was as sexy as you anywhere that we went. I wanted no one but you for the rest of my life. I was so sure of you. I didn't care about the fact that you spoke so ghetto or couldn't write a full sentence. I didn't care about your job. In fact, I got to admire you for what you did. That's why I always ask so many questions about your job. 
I was impressed at how despite your lack of education and mental mm-hmm. disabilities, you were so good at what you did, but then you broke us. You broke me. We had so many breaks, even at times for over a month, and during those time periods, I never allowed anyone to kiss me or touch me, with the exception of when I left to Puerto Rico alone. I wanted to see if I could feel anything with someone else, but at the end of it, I was empty and only thinking of you. That person only taught me that I could still be desired by someone else. It fed my ego, which you had already destroyed by then with everything that you had put me through. When I came back, you chased me and we got back together and there was no question in my heart that if you showed me that you desired and wanted me the way I expressed that I needed, that I would be so happy with you. But you would only be good for a few weeks and then something new will come to light that you had done to betray my trust. My heart couldn't take it anymore. The insults, the disrespect, the lack of sex, everything was too much for me to handle. You broke us. You broke me. Our child would have been a year and six months by now. I had asked God for that baby and your reaction of calling me a hoe and saying that I did it on purpose to trap you when we were at the peak of our happy relationship broke me. As if you had no part in it when you knew that I wasn't on any birth control methods. I have been there for you in your hardest times. I have supported you even after finding out that you lied to me about still living with your ex. Then the fact that you always ran back to her the second we would fight and being compared to her all the time. How was I supposed to build trust and move forward? You think that I enjoyed having to go through such extremes to find out all the BS that you were doing? You constantly made me feel like I was crazy when I was always right. You made me turn into that person that I didn't want to be. Checking your phone or having your Apple ID, although that was something that you offered yourself, which didn't even matter as I would eventually find out that you were calling girls from your mother's or little brother's phone. Having your location, showing up randomly at your job, controlling you to the extent that I did not want you to even go to your brother's house without me. I hated that person, but you had done so much that I didn't know who else to be. I would look at myself in the mirror and didn't know who I was anymore. And then a point came that I wanted this breakup so bad because I no longer felt like I was behaving as someone that loved you. I felt like a hypocrite saying it to you, but my actions not aligning with what love truly is. But you broke us. You broke me. I felt that if I stayed with you, none of us would have ever been happy. I wanted to be that person that I once was, that person that you used to brag about so much to your family about, not this person that you ended up resenting. Still, I hung on to us because I saw the potential that you had to be the best husband a woman could ask for, but that was just potential, not our reality. Your actions kept going against that. We were both stuck in a very dark place and neither of us were going to be able to escape while being together. We would have killed each other had we stayed together. It hurt me to get the cops involved, but when things became as toxic as they had, that was the only option for us to see light again. You wouldn't have left me alone otherwise, and I would have gone back to you eventually. You broke us. You broke me. You were supposed to be my protector. I relied on you that even though you hurt me emotionally, mentally, and physically, that at the very least you would have defended me against the world. Such a delusional thought. And when the time came to test that, where were you? You let someone else touch me because you were too much of a coward to face me. I've been so angry at you for that, for failing to be a man when I needed you to be one. You talked so much shit about those scenarios and failed me miserably. You fucking coward. 
had to let your cousin defend me. After all the times that I held it together for you, after all the chances I gave you, you just couldn't be strong enough to tell your cousin no. You couldn't put your so-called love for me first when it came to something that you knew would hurt me. You had to continue to break us. Of course you thought that I would never find out, but I even called you. You knew that I knew. A person that loved me would have ended everything right there and told them all to leave. But you're so insecure. You hate yourself so much and you need to please others. Even those that you said don't care about you was so strong that you allowed it to continue. You taught me at that moment that you clearly had no respect for me, although your actions had already displayed that so many times before. But again, I was hopeful. You also taught me that there was nothing that I could do to make you be the person that I knew you could be. I was asking too much of you for you to change for the better, but you weren't ready for that. You had no interest in being better because you didn't believe that you deserved someone like me to love you the way that I did. Your whole life you had spent it, surrounded by people that mistreated you. How could I have expected you to have learned that now that you have found me? You broke us. You broke me. I needed to lose you to love me. I had lost myself in that relationship. I was so weak that I never would have been able to advance in other areas of my life while I was consumed with the preoccupation of what you were doing. Until this day, I don't think that you realize that. You probably still go around throwing dirt at my name and labeling me as crazy. Did you ever sit down and thought about when and why I started to act crazy? Probably not, because that would require you to look in the mirror and be honest about who you are and what you are and what you need to fix within yourself. I used to care about the injustice of how you destroyed us and how you go around telling people the version that makes you look like a victim that escaped the grasp of a witch. And there was a point in my healing journey that I had to accept that in front of God, even if you lied he had witnessed the truth and that regardless of what anyone else thought i knew my truth i knew our truth that we lived for two years when we were behind closed doors i never would have cheated on you had you not broken us i never would have left even if you lost everything or got sick you were my everything and i wanted you to be my ending i wanted to grow old with you and to be rubbing your head every night even after you lost all your hair i adored you so so much i don't think you would have ever comprehended the depth of what i felt because you didn't feel worthy of it you broke us you broke me I've missed you a lot lately in the past two weeks. I've even let my mind play tricks with me and told myself, why couldn't I be okay with you wanting and talking to other women as long as you came home with me? Cruel tricks that the mind plays with you when you're lonely and haven't fully healed, as if that's all that I'm worth. Fuck that. Is it true that I've had a hard time finding someone that I like? Yes, a thousand percent true. But that's also because I haven't healed from this completely. I know there is someone out there that will love me, prioritize me, desire me, and care about me the same way or even more than how I did for you. And it's going to be beautiful. I can feel that something so great and fulfilling is making its way towards me. Part of me is still angry at you for the way that you took advantage of my love and parts of me is grateful that you did. It was something that I needed to be able to change my life and be able to learn to love myself more even though I'm still a work in progress. God sent me someone like you to test me and to see if I had learned my lesson. I realized this week that I was still entertaining this person because they brought back this familiar feeling that I had of from having been with you. I am now choosing to remove him from my life because I do know that being treated like this is not love. Parts of me wants to believe that you did love me, that all the pain you put me through was worth it in the few moments that you displayed affection, but I no longer want to lie to myself. 
You did not love me, just like this person does not love me. You were a lesson, and it's okay because that's what God chose for me at that moment in time. It doesn't define me going forward, and it doesn't mean that I'm not worthy of the love that I desire. The way you treated me is not a reflection of me. I loved you purely and strongly. You were just the wrong recipient for it, and in my delusional state, I kept trying to make you fit into that person that was worthy of it. When I started writing this, I thought this letter would be filled with a lot of hate towards you. I have been avoiding it because I thought that it would make me cry so much, but I haven't shed a tear. I may look like the loser to most, another failed engagement and single again, but I truly won this one. You lost out on me, and that's huge because I'm absolutely amazing in so many ways, even more now than when you used to brag about me. My current lindo was put in my path to show me that I can love again, that I can still be that sweet and catering person that you once knew so well, the person that I thought I had lost, and that is so beautiful that I still embody that. I never want to see your face again. I never want to hear your voice. I never want to read a message from you. But I don't wish you bad either. I hope that you get to live a long life, a happy life, and one full of love. I hope you find someone that can deal with you and or that maybe for the right person you will be able to be the amazing husband that I know you could have been. I hope that you heal from the traumas that your parents inflicted on you and the heartbreaks that caused you to treat others with such vile intentions and disregard for their emotions. I hope that one day you think of me and realize what I was truly fighting for. I hope that one day you see the grandiosity of my love and how blessed you were to have me for that brief moment in time. You broke us. You broke me. I forgive you for the pain you caused me and I release you from my body, my mind, my heart, my soul, and my energy. May you never ever cross paths with me, even to apologize. Your apology is no longer needed nor desired. I wanted no one else but you and now I'd rather take my chances with anyone else but you. That was the end of my letter to him and I will burn it the second that I get home tonight. I thought a lot about whether if making this into a podcast would still have the same effect as just burning it would do and also wondered if perhaps he was aware of my podcast and had been listening all along. The letter was never intended to be given to him but just for me to express my emotions and release that energy that was still burdening me. But the thing about faith is that you give power to the things that you believe in and for me I just needed to translate my emotions into words and that will be enough to close that chapter. I share this to show that moving on for someone takes time and even when you think that you're okay and that old part of your life seems so distant, there's still wounds that deeply hurt and take longer to heal. Before I had this reading, I never told anyone that I had been thinking of him. I did not think that he deserved that type of attention or energy in my life. It is okay to handle your emotions the way that you feel fit for yourself and okay to not have to tell your best friend every thought that crosses your mind. There is power in keeping things to yourself until you're ready to share with others. I saw growth in me as I wrote this letter. Had I written this a few months ago, it probably would have been filled with a lot more hate towards him and maybe I wouldn't have hoped that he lived a happy life. But I'm so proud of how much I have matured emotionally to be able to reflect on everything that happened between us, take accountability for my part of the toxicity and leave that part of my life once and for all without feeling like I needed answers to anything. The hardest part that a lot of people that have been hurt the way I was face is obsessing over why. Why did this person 
prove this to me? Why did I deserve this? Why wasn't I good enough for them? I'm not going to lie and say those questions never kept me up at night. They sure as hell did in the early stages of my healing journey. But now I clearly think he was an idiot that messed up the greatest thing that ever happened to him. It's all about perception. And I wouldn't have been able to feel this way without all the work that I had put into myself within the first six months of our breakup. If you're new to my podcast and wondering what I did to help myself through this heartache, you can listen to episode two called Healing from season one. I hope that this really honest and vulnerable episode will be able to help someone else out there. If you have any ideas on what topics I should speak about or any guests that I should have, please feel free to DM me on Instagram at underscore Paris in NYC underscore. I would love to hear your feedback. I am Paris in New York City and thank you for listening. Bye!